Good evening, everybody. I am Gina B. And here with me, somewhere in the airwaves, is Mama D. She is desperately trying to get her way back here. So she's having internet issues, and our guest is having internet issues as well. But she's with us. And I will, as I usually do, I will play her uh, bio video. And then she, she will be with me when that ends. And hopefully, so will Mama D. So I'll see you in a couple minutes. Good evening. I am Gina B. here with Mama D. every Thursday evening right here in the Fox Den. Tonight we have Mara Bishop. She has worked in the fields of intuition and shamanism since 1995. Tonight we will be talking about her life and her books, Shamanism for Every Day, 365 Journeys, and Inner Divinity, Crafting Your Life with Sacred Intelligence. Her personal evolution counseling method provides an integrated approach to spiritual healing, personal growth, and emotional well-being. And her energy ecosystem program helps participants create healthy, flexible, energetic boundaries. Mara is a regular guest speaker through universities, research centers, and wellness centers. And her background includes training in psychology from Columbia University, Teachers College, Spirituality Mind Body Institute, and Shamanism at the Foundation for Shamanic Studies. She is a founding member of the Society for Shamanic Practice and a leader in Shamanism Without Borders program. You can learn more about Mara and all she has to offer at www.wholespirit.com. And we welcome you to the Fox Den, Mara. Well, here she is, and she's in Mama D's spot right now. Oh, and we might have Mama D. Well, we have, oh, oh, almost. Here we go. Not yet? Not yet. Not sure. Not sure. All right. Not sure if you're going to But you're here for now, and we can hear you. So, yay. Hi, Anna. Hi, hi uh, Michelle. I know you're doing some kind of a thing, but I can't see it until the show's done. But because <laughs> she always puts up cute little emojis and things and can't really see them on the side of the screen. But welcome, Mara. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I am so glad that you are able to be with us and both of you guys having um, your issues. But I'm not. So if they bink out, then hey, guess what? <laughs> it's all you. It'll be me. And you guys can just battle, come back in if it happens. But, but Mara, you are not home right now. And we appreciate you being with us while you're away and you're working. So would you like to tell us where you are, what you're doing? Sure. I am in uh, beautiful Colorado and I'm in a hotel room right now. And so we, yeah, we were having a little Wi-Fi issue. We, we did a lot of tests earlier and it was working great. And then we went to get on and there was, there was nothing. So we, uh, we worked it out. We worked it out so far, but right. I have had the, the, Great pleasure of creating an audio course with Sounds True and the wonderful people over there at Sounds True. And it's about um, energetic boundaries. I know in that in the intro, you mentioned the My Energy Ecosystem program. And this is a okay. um, kind of a variant on that called Shining Bright Without Burning Out. And it's about, oh, we need that. Right, we really do. Yeah. We, so many of us just need it. Um, and it's about creating um, tools, spiritual tools for being able to adjust your energetic boundaries in our extraordinarily 
um, interconnected or according to the, the title of that course, overconnected world. Mm. So that'll be an audio program and it comes out in the springtime. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. And where will they be able to get that? They can get it um, through Sounds True directly. I know that even on, on Amazon, I think you can pre-order the CDs, but it'll be a download. And then you can also get the, you know, if you, if you still like to have the hard copies of things, you can get it. So probably through, you know, all the places where you would normally get audio programs, you'll be able to do that. But definitely through Sounds True. Okay. She's going to co-host from the chat room. <laughs> she can't Aww, get back. I'm so sorry, Mama D. Well, you can put in you can put in the links and everything there. You can ask your questions from there. We'll put them up like you were here. I should put a little thing down there with your picture on it. <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? It happens, you know. It happens to the best of us. Oh, she's crying now. She's. Crying. I love you. I love you. I know this is like our time. This is our time we get to spend together. Damn internet. <laughs> And she told me they she was having a hard time getting my book in Canada, which is yeah, they yeah, said so it wasn't available. One, yeah, I know. And this is the book. This is the book we're talking about. It is down below Mara right there. So there's the two books that she's done, but this is the one that we're basically going to be talking about today. And it, I have told you when I first 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 talked to you, I said this is the best book to have on your nightstand. Because you can start your day. You can start your day. You can go along, you know, maybe mark your page where you were and go day by day by day. Or you can just, you know, all right, what am I feeling today? Or pick a number, have a number come. Their journeys, all the journeys are numbered. Um, you can pick a page number. It doesn't really matter. You know, this is, um, it's just, it's awesome. It's truly awesome. My mm -hmm. friend Tammy was here over the weekend and mm -hmm. I did tell you this, but I'm going to share it with everybody else. Well, she goes, oh, well, who's your guest this week? And I said, it's Mara Bishop. She goes, oh, do you have to read a book? Because she knows I have to read a book every week. I said, well, I don't really have to read a book. I have to read passages when I see fit, you know? No. And then she's like, oh, and I said, yeah, because you can just pick a page. And she's like, oh, I need that. She opened it up to the most perfect page for what she's going through right now you know, in her life, and she was floored. So, you know, this will help a lot of people. And, you know, really have it handy. Have it handy, you know, and it's, the, and it's a great size to have on your nightstand. I love to hear that, and I'm getting those stories from people about, oh, yeah, I opened to the random page, or I had set the intention of what do I, what do I need to hear today, um, right. and, and the different ways that people are using it. And I realized before the show, um, I think Mama D was using it in the tell me that what's on this particular page or this particular journey number. And that's actually a new one for me is, right. is pick the number first and then go to that. Yeah. Her number, so, she, she's always on the number three. I'm always on the number nine. She's always the number three. But she actually mm -hmm. said 38. You know, mm -hmm. what's on page 38? So page 38 was a blank. But we went to page the, to journey 38. Right. And it was, I think, appropriate. Yeah, but you know, we're, we're coming back to that for a second. The blank page, I mean, that's really evocative, too, right? Like, it is totally open, totally spacious, right? So, right. but anyway, that's a, that's a new one. So, I think some people do what you're describing is maybe have it on their nightstand and, and have it be the first thing that they do in the morning. And yeah, that's, I think, it's a nice way to start your day. That was kind of the genesis oh, of so she says, So, give me number three, okay. okay. All, All right. right, hold on. I gotta hold on. Put on the, the, the old glasses. I got to get some new glasses. All right, number three. 
Oh, number nine is spirit teacher. Okay. Oh, power animal. I like it. Um, power animal is in the beginning of all things, wisdom and knowledge were with the animals. And that was from Chief Lakota. Lakota. I don't, don't I don't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> He's a chief. He's a chief. One of the classic ways to work in partnership with an animal spirit who is willing to help you. Journeys to meet animal spirits often begin with the lower world. Um, <clears throat> you may already have a power animal or an animal spirit with whom you connect. If so, go and visit with that animal today and spend some quality time. If not, journey to the lower world and ask to be shown a compassionate animal spirit who is willing to help you. Perhaps with guidance, protection, companionship, and sharing its power with you. How perfect, Mama. Journey to an animal. The journey is, because this is how it's set up. All right, so this is a journey number what it is, power animal, the quote, um, then her passage, then the journey. Okay, so the journey is journey to an animal spirit and simply spend time together. Today, whether meeting a spirit you know or someone new, simply notice what and how they communicate with you and what you experience together in the lower world. This is fantastic. I mean, her, her yes. So she is a, a jaguar, um, is one of her spirit animals that she hasn't really been connecting with. Oh, and she's putting up, there's, there's oh. the link. There's the link for your book on Amazon. And she also, actually, you know what? Let me do this because she did do her job. Remember when we were on the test and I said, make the banner. So there's all Mara's links. Oh, my and uh, so we can have the banner going um, during the show. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Social media, my favorite. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I know, right? And um, these are her books. So Shamanism for Every Day and Inner Divinity. So all right, we're gonna be talking we are talking about this this shamanism for every day. But what's what's inner divinity? When did you do that? And what's yeah. That? And let me can I just say one or two more things about, about the passage? Well, about the passage, and you know, so there were a couple of things that were part of that particular journey, like the phrase lower world. So if if you are are someone who's inclined to just pick the book up in the middle and not do kind of the let me let me start with page one let me read all that preface the beginning yeah which is right? the beginning you know, yes if you're familiar with shamanism you'll know exactly what that is and you, if I say okay take a journey and go to the lower world or go to the upper world you'll know what I'm talking about right um, or if you decide to just use this as a, a book for meditation that's fine. In the beginning of the book, I do give a lot of background, right? I want to, I want to do justice to this really rich and ancient tradition where I'm not just kind of dabbling in it. This is something that. Well, you have decades in it, really. Yeah, and it's a, but it's a practice of. It's not. I'm not taking from particular culture. This is a practice of direct revelation, right? So it's about how we connect in, as individuals, not about the practice of one particular culture. But in the beginning of the book. Um, in a very small way, obviously. Um, but there are instructions and there's background that really define some of the terms. So I wanted to strike the balance with this of giving the context of shamanism and shamanic journey because it had such a profound impact on my life. And you can it, tell, look at you. You know, you yeah, just... You know, yeah. having meeting my own helping spirits and connecting with the spirit of nature and having the, the structure 
of the practice of core shamanism just made all the difference for me. It just changed, absolutely expanded my life in extraordinary, unbelievable ways. How were so, you introduced to it? Um, well, I, I tend to kind of find this one moment, but really it was, it was kind of a building and layering over time. But there, the moment that I took the first kind of, what I would say like the official shamanic journey that made me say, oh, there's a, there's a name for this thing, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in my, in my twenties and there was uh, a woman I knew who, who practiced shamanism and we were doing, I actually kind of got into this whole world more through the intuitive development side, kind of in the personal practice, but also professionally um, and had done an apprenticeship with a wonderful person on um, being able to really refine intuitive skills and practice in um, giving intuitive guidance ethically and, and you know, honing that down. So that yeah. was, I was working with a small group of people doing that. And so we had, we did a, a small, um, I guess a retreat you would call it together. We went out and we, we were in this kind of beautiful outdoor space and um, with my mom and my grandmother and this beautiful woman. And, uh, and she taught us how to take a journey to go and meet a power animal. <laughs> right, know, right. The yep. that you just picked. And mm -hmm. when we did that and she drummed for us and, and gave us the, you know, the instructions and the spirit that I met and I, I, do I talk about this in the book? I can't remember if I tell this particular story, but the spirit that I met in that journey was a spirit that I had seen and encountered over and over again earlier in my life in what I would would just have called at that time meditations, mm -hmm. right? When I would sit and I would um, have a, a practice with a different name, but then this animal would, would come and I would spend time and they would show up in different ways and other animals would too, but I, I didn't think about it as a, a, a power animal or I didn't think about that as a yeah. shaman. I gotta show so, you a picture. I yeah. do this. I do this quite often. When I found out that the foxes were my spirit animal, I, I did a guided meditation, and you know, it, it was a lengthy one. You know, and we were led down a trail and mm -hmm. down a cave and down into like an opening in the cave, and you were supposed to wait there to be greeted. But mm -hmm. I saw a little pinhole of light, so mm -hmm. I um, I went over and started picking at it, and it kind of crumbled down, and there was a field there, and there were the foxes mm -hmm. running in the field, and then you know. The, and the foxes are the protectors and the, they watch the barrier between the spirit realm and our realm, right? So I'm sitting there with my foxes, like thrilled to death, you know, with my foxes. But then I look over the field and there's this big altar, right? And there's a, it looked like a person standing there with really long hair and it robes, right? Facing the other way. And then this thing turns and looks at me. And look like this, you know, and all I could think of was like, it was like a, a smashed, like a lion face, mm. you know, it had the robes on, it had, it had the big two big things coming down, everything just looked at me. And it's like, I wasn't afraid, but I just knew that this being was a lot more than mm. I, I shouldn't be, you know, 
it's like a holy thing or something you know i should not be here i shouldn't be looking at him i shouldn't be in his presence and i'm interrupting him you know and i kind of crawl back into the cave <laughs> but i i honest to god will never forget and i can see it as clear as the first time i saw it in my mind but it looked like that and then and then if you ever watched that show vincent you know a long long time ago that was on tv and he he kind of like had a lion face it was kind of like a beauty and the beast type thing right, right, but right. he had that lion face it was kind of yeah. like that but, so kind of like in between animal and human and yeah but really yeah, and and sitting mm -hmm. there with the big book and then it just turned mm -hmm. like really calmly back to doing what i was doing you know mm -hmm. but it, I, mm -hmm. I always you know i have to show that picture whenever i have someone that does these journeys and everything because it was just so profound it made such a profound impact in my life and i think like us everything is kind of the spirit at the core and then we we can take different form so um we were visual we're visual beings, and so we're used to. She, she knows. <laughs> <laughs> she always steps out of the box. That is true, and yeah. it's yeah. one of the things she loves about me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I love her. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we're up here, Mama. Yeah, but but yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. You know, I mean, it is. It's so vast, and anything can happen. You know, if you're open to taking those journeys that's why i love like you know i like the shamanistic approach to things i i, I like all of your foundations you mm -hmm. know as to where you can go because it's really limitless mm -hmm. you know but and also if you don't connect with that you know in the context of this particular book you don't have to do that right if you don't want to do journeying you can use those as meditations or as right you know ideas to contemplate or pray on or just think about in your day. Um, I have plenty of people who have told me, well, um, they're, they're not, they're not really interested in pursuing shamanism per se, but that they're starting to use these as meditations or they have mm -hmm. they've got their own spiritual practice that isn't shamanism, but yeah. they're just in their own way. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to write it that way. Exactly. I think that's, I think that's great because you're getting your, you're making it available for everyone. So the, the person that is on the shamanistic journey in their life, it's really perfect. But every person every day, again, can use it too. So, you know, it's a book for everybody. Pick yeah. which one is useful to you. You know, I had, um, you know, kind of to your point about people who are, you know, in this work saying, you know, sometimes it's just, it's hard to, um, most, most people are afraid to take chances because of the what if, mm -hmm. but it, it is what makes the steps forward. They're taking the chances. Uh, oh, the, the yeah. are always chances. Yeah. That, well, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's, it's a chance. And then too, I'll, you know what? And even on just shiny ball, um, if you get this book, and you read it, and even if you weren't interested in shamanism, you might be after this, you know, and you might pursue it. So, yeah, we, you know, we sometimes have ideas about what something is, and um, um, and then <laughs> you think it's going to be one thing, and it turns out to be another thing, or you think you have to take on a new religion or something, or yeah. you feel like you have to engage in some whole yeah, thing that's different than what we thought. 
Yeah, you're gonna go on a journey through the desert with no food, no water, and live in a cave for a month. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if you want to, sure, but you know, you don't, you don't have to do that. Um, a, a big part of you know, with this book and with some of, I guess maybe with all of my work, if there's kind of a container around it with the boundaries work with this, I think you were just starting to ask me about inner divinity and that too, is about having all of this work be really accessible. And we don't, we don't have to go um, to like to far afield to find these things, right? If you want to find nature, nature's right there everywhere. Nature's in us, but it's, immediately in our surroundings. So you, you don't have to go on a, you know, a big quest. We just, we need to look right in our local environments and within ourselves and we can, we can find so much of what we're looking for when we kind of connect with our local environments um, and Absolutely. the beings that we share our environments with, right? We're, it's, they're so full with other beings. Yeah. Right, people, animals. Well said. All, well, all kinds. <laughs> yeah, well said. And stop destroying it, people. Mm -hmm. I want to study shamanism. It seems they have a base in it, just naturally. Yes, you yeah. do, Mama. It's worth. Yeah. You want? I got a class in the fall online. You can join from Canada. There you go. There Good you time. go. I was just gonna say, do you have classes available? And on your site, in your site, actually. Um, the the whole spirit, um, all this stuff that's going down here. This is all the social links, but yeah. she has also the uh, right here. Go to um, www.wholespirit.com. Actually, I can leave that up there. Yeah, that's my main. Like, I've got most of my stuff. And she's really? got a lot of stuff there. So it's a cool thing to check out. Let me see if I leave that up there. Can I still do this? Yes, I can. Beautiful thing. Okay. <laughs> Mama D usually always does that kind of stuff. So I'm going to be like trying to. Yeah, you're doing you're doing everything. I'm doing mama's job. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I have around. I miss it. <laughs> yeah, in September. So I have three weekends actually coming up this fall. So there's a shamanism weekend, and I try and make the hours really manageable because we're all so fatigued with being on Zoom and being online a lot. So they're they're like three hours each day um, in September, and I have to look up the dates, but people can go online to find them. But it's a Saturday and Sunday. And that's kind of an intro to shamanism and shamanic journeying and finding your own um, power animal, connecting with your own helping spirit and kind of just the framework to really have this practice become part of your life if you choose. Um, and then I have a, a energetic boundaries, an, an energy ecosystem, energetic boundaries workshop. And then I have um, a backyard shamanism workshop, which is kind of that next step of really connecting with the um the nature of your local spaces and the spirits of your local spaces and finding your power in coming home oh. um, this time of no, the is just a lot of ritualistic um things that you follow or is it just a more on the lines of meditation type of a well connection? you know in the in the first course in the shamanism course we're really we're going to learn the practice of journeying and journeying is going to be used throughout in the energy ecosystem and in the in the backyard shamanism course as well i try and you know keep it accessible so that everything that we do um or most of the things we do i would say if you like have a connection to a helping spirit already and you know how to journey for most of the things you can do it as a journey but if you don't you don't have to have a lot of prerequisites right okay. so if we're if we're doing um work to say um 
I don't like I don't want to give away the course. Let me see. <laughs> Maybe a little teaser, but we want to get we were gonna do a meditation to get some um, guidance about how we shift the permeability of our boundaries, right? I mean, this is a huge thing. I know yeah. you know this. we've talked about this about being empathic and being porous and taking on so much. Um, and this is living and breathing this this week. Mm. When we take on the energy and the emotions of everybody that's around us and all the spaces around us and all of our online, mm -hmm. you know, yes. and you turn to a big pile of sludge. <laughs> right, we're overwhelmed, right? And that's mm. one of the things that contributes to burnout. And mm. we start to then feel this kind of we're over we're overloaded, we're overwhelmed. We start to feel negative about our jobs and about our lives, and then when you really hit that burnout place where we start out being compassionate and we want to help and we have this kind of positive other focus, then that response flips around and we start having a, a negative, um, more self-focused uh, yeah. reaction. And we really are not equipped to help. In fact, we can be kind of, you know, we, we're protecting the bad, Yeah, yeah. And the bad energy into that field yeah. too. Yeah. So anyway, those those are done as meditations or other kinds of exercises so that you don't have to have um, learning experience. It's open. To and you have you also have a YouTube channel where you have some meditations there. Um, you know, or is, there's it links to. Do I have a YouTube channel? I I, I don't. I have. There are things out on YouTube of me speaking, but I don't uh, think that I have one. Oh, like a dedicated called, channel. I think oh. I may have one, but that is not populated with my own stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need well, to you should do it. that. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I know, because in your busy schedule, right? I know, like, you, you know, you have all the time in the world to go set up a YouTube channel. Yeah. I, I didn't. I had Mama D do it. She yeah. did it. She, you know, I, I've, done, I've done the shows before her, you know, I had a different partner Then I was on my own for a long time. And then she came along and she made me do all this stuff. She mm -hmm. made me get StreamYard. She made me get the YouTube channel and all this yeah. stuff. It's great. You know, it's like having an accountability partner and, yes. and she's like kicks me in the play, which is awesome. But yeah. you know, she could do that for you too. <laughs> you know? That's great. You the, I do whatever. have a very wonderful person who helps me with technology things but it is sometimes kind of a matter of how much time there is in the day but i do have meditations i have um guided meditations that i actually created when i did inner divinity so they're um they're kind of a companion series that go along with that book but you it, but it's not like a reading of the book you don't have to have the book when you have the cds um or the you also and you have journal journals too right available. yeah and the, the journals are blank journals that again it's like they're kind of paired but they're blank, so you can you know use them however you want. Even if you just want the journal, but not the book, you can you can do that. Yeah, um, she's joking, and she's like, "That's right, blame me." Yep. <laughs> she's funny. You know what? We need those people in our lives who will. We do. Sometimes just like gently and persistently push us to do certain things that are that are good for us. And exactly, exactly, really important. Exactly, and then the. the it's good to have those people too, because and help with that burnout type situation too, because mm -hmm. maybe that person can be the calming voice, you know, to help calm that storm down too. If you do get overwhelmed, even you can have the best uh, mindset, the best regiment, the best meditations on the planet and be so centered and grounded. And still, you know, one thing can make you crazy. 
yeah. <laughs> and right. throw it all out of whack, you know. And you might just need that one calming voice to kind of bring you, reel you back in and get you back centered and get you back on your path, you know, because we tend to veer to the right. <laughs> having, having somebody that can help us do that is, is really important. It is. It is. And so, all right. So what, what would be, speaking of important, what would be the importance of doing this every single day? Mm. Yeah. So I guess the first thing I would say is I do a lot of the, on the one hand, on the other, or the paradox of this. So I would say the importance of doing something every day, whether it's, you know, whether you enjoy my book or some, some other practice, right? Um, is that we, we wear pathways, right? When we do something as a ritual, as a repetition, and we kind of make it part of our everyday experience, we incorporate it into our being, right? Our, our brain starts to fire in a certain way. We, um, it just becomes part of who we are and what we do. So doing something every day it's like building your muscle, right? You're not going to go go out and run the marathon. You're going to you're going to start slowly and you're going to work it up. But then you're not going to come to a hard stop and then do it again. But I do think sometimes with spiritual practices, we can people do that. People do. Right? That. Yeah. We don't pray. We don't have any connection, and then all of a sudden we're having a hard time, and then we're praying. Right? Like a fiend, right? Yeah. So but, you know, and it's like you got to find that balance, you know, because every day is true. When you first find something that you love, say shamanism, right? Oh my God, I love it! You can't get enough. You get books, you get books, you get courses, you get this, you, get, you bombard yourself, you know, and then you're like, oh my God, this is too much. Right. Anything. You hit that point where either it's not as shiny as anymore, or you hit the you hit a little rough patch. So right. where it starts to stir stuff up, stir stuff up. Any spiritual practice that is worth having is going to take you to deep places. And shamanic practice does that. The whole course that I just did about boundaries, we've talked about that a lot, is that it, if, you're, if you're really doing it, and if you're doing it regularly, and hopefully being gentle with yourself. So I'm going to come back to the paradox of that. The paradox is you don't have to do it every day. Don't be hard on yourself. This is not like a, you have to do this every right. day. You're not doing it right. You know, like, be easy. Like, let's be easy with ourselves and gentle with ourselves. But um, the, the, the benefit of sticking with something and... Oh, she's... she's <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Um, I do. I vent to her all the time. Is that, you know, the point of doing this work is so that we can evolve and that we can learn about ourselves and that we can discover how to be in better relationship with one another and with um, all the other beings that we share this world with. But that's going to bring stuff up. If we're doing it and we're being honest with ourselves and we're really putting mm. our heart and soul into it, it's not just about, oh, I have this power animal and it's so much fun. Mm. Like that may be the hook for lots of us. Like, mm. oh, I have this amazing emotion. Like that's great, but that's not really the work. So if you stop when you get to the point where you have an experience that rattles you or you have an insight that ooh um yes mara has a YouTube <laughs> now get it started <laughs> you have one <laughs> you do have one. Okay. So um, you just gotta put you just gotta put stuff on it okay know, your, stuff, your stuff on it 
So like we have to do more. Hard. We want to go deep, right? Yeah. And then this is the thing too that if you can't, if you're the person that's always pointing the finger as opposed to doing this, you know, you've got to be able to look in the mirror, you know, and <laughs> point. And that's the that's the deep stuff, you know. Yeah, Admit right. when you're wrong. Admit when you do something. What yeah. what is so god awful about that? I I. I still don't, I don't get it. You know, I plowed over mailboxes the other day. There it is. I put it on Facebook. I did it. You know what I mean? I did this. I, Hey, you know, accidents happen. You know, if you hurt someone, you did it. You don't lie about it. You know what I mean? And it's like, just, and, and you keep all that stuff inside you and it's just going to, it's going to tear a big hole in your soul, <laughs> you know, and you need to, you need to get that out. You need to make it right for yourself yeah, and for huge. that other person, you know, but, but it is, yeah. To do this is the hardest thing for it is. the whole world. You know, and, and we, I think we hear a lot recently about um, in recent times, maybe about psychic protection, right. And oh, toxic yeah. relationships and like, how do we shield ourselves? And again, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very, um, I've been really immersed in the whole energetic boundaries work and this shining bright program, but what you what you just brought up about how much we need to be accountable to ourselves. We talked a lot about that too, which is we're talking about adjusting our boundaries. We're talking about the container of our being. And it, we so often are focused on how do I shield ourselves? How do I get out of a talk, you know, protect myself from somebody else's toxic energy? But borders and boundaries go both ways. Those right. are permeable. So right. this work is about protecting other people from you and your energy as much as it is, right? About us. We need to steward our own energy. As exactly. Much as exactly. Yeah. Better. You can't. You can't be in that pot with black. Yeah, I call it sludge. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because I've done that, like chronic stuff and pulling mm -hmm. stuff out of people. And it is. It's like pulling sludge out of people. We're all part and of the ecosystem. And it, yeah, and it drags you down. You know, get it out. Get in, because uh, it, it can be. Life can be so much better. And oh my God, when you let this stuff go, when you open yourself up, when you do those journeys and these guided meditations, you come out of it. You never come out of it feeling bad. You come out of it feeling wonderful relaxed enlightened um wanting more just you know and and it's so helpful it's helpful to everybody if everybody did it i think there'd be a lot less friction right. between people so but you do have to do this yeah the, i'm sorry <laughs> my daughter said i need to stop pointing so <laughs> my why? <laughs> no, that, that, that puts the point down. I like it. Just, if you um, want to point, you point. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you because what you were saying was so, it was really, it was so important. Um, and, and to the, you know, you were reiterating that you have to do it. You have to keep doing it. But you said something just a, a second ago about you feel good. You feel good after you do these practices. And I think in a lot of ways that becomes part of the, the routine and you talk you know you hear like runners people who run and this is not yeah you know, the endorphins you get the, yeah, yeah, the endorphins and i think when you really develop practices that work for you you know if you're trying to force yourself into a practice because you think this is what you need to do to be spiritual and this is this is the thing everybody does x it's not going to work but when you find 
the practice or set of practices that you really resonate with, that are mm-hmm. really joyful and authentic to you. Right. It, it I'm getting like this. It's a whole thing. When I start to even just talk about it, because I'm thinking yeah. about the things that I do that work for me, but they're, it's joyful. And yeah. um, so the one that comes to mind for me so much right now, that's just like putting a smile on my face. And it's also making me miss my, my friends at home is every morning um, I meditate with my pets. So my animal, you know, my animal friends, right? We call it peditation, although somebody else has a pet, so don't anybody get mad at me, I, I won't. I like it, peditation. I, I, I thought of that phrase, yeah, I was like, like right here. And my, I my, dog, my doggy knows I'm leaving. She's like, oh. she's right here. She's been at my side all day. Yeah, well, my, stuff all my bags have been out there, so she knows. But yeah, yesterday and today, she has been glued to me. Like oh. she even let me hold her like a little baby, and she oh. doesn't let me do that anymore. She knows. She, I'm not gonna be. Oh. I'm missing my baby, but she's too old to travel now, so I can't oh. take her. But yeah, we. You know that's calming. That is so calming when you sit and you just pet your animals. When you're upset, you know this dog. She, she saved my life quite literally because I lost my lab, and I got her. As I was losing my lab, I got her because my daughter had a little chihuahua and my dog would liven up. So my dog was sick, you know, and I always had big black labs my whole life. And and smart, smart. Oh, my God. Smart. Wow. Yeah. And then I got little Lacey. Because I'm like, oh, I need a little dog to liven up Max. But, you know, she was this big. She was just in the palm of my hand. And all she did was sleep. And then I had to put Max down because they were they were wanting to amputate a leg. And it was a big tumor. And I said, well, right. if I do that, is she going to make it? And they said, well, you know, it's not really going to prolong her life so, so, so much because she was older. And I'm like, well, then why am I going to do that to her? No. You know? That's, that's ridiculous. My baby, I'm not going to put her through pain like that, lose a leg. But anyway, so I I lost my dog. And then a year later, I lost my husband. Oh. So what I had for comfort was that dog, you know. So whatever I do, she's a spoiled, rotten brat. But I'll tell you what, if I didn't have her, I don't know, the rope in the shed looked good. You know, I'm yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, and mm. there is nothing more than connecting with our pets and connecting with the animals. And, you know, I, I, I just don't know. I, you know, now she's like, she's 13, she's old. I'm just so worried about her. I'm worried about her when I leave, you know, something's going to happen to her when I'm gone. Ugh, you know, they radiate back to us so amazingly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, but to, to sit down and they do, and they have all these dogs that they bring in to hospice and to the elderly. And for that reason, you know, they lift your spirits. They're just so loving and they're just so, and they're soft and cuddly and nice. And fuzzy and and guys, right? they're, yeah. Animals are honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's why I love my, my little foxes, you know, it's mm-hmm. like just such a connection, such a super, super connection. If I don't, if I'm not on time in the morning, if I'm not like ready to go to sit down for our time, I have my one cat will come and he'll, he'll like, he'll paw at my leg. He'll sit there and he'll first he'll use his little soft paws, and if I don't get the hint, then then he'll he'll start to use his claws. Like, come on, oh, let's yeah. go. It's oh, time yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I seriously, I'm such an old lady. I go to bed at ten o'clock. Lazy will sit there and be like, at ten o'clock she'll start. 
nudging me. You know, it's time to go to bed, mom. Time to go to bed. And Mama D, her her cat, four o'clock every day, starts whipping that bowl around. Got to eat yeah. then. You know, it's it's crazy. They, they know. The magic hour for cats. Uh, maybe <laughs> yes, it's the international dinner time. Ding ding ding! It's four o'clock. <laughs> Feed me. <laughs> it was Simon's cat with that cat going. Oh. <laughs> there it is. All right, so shiny ball over. <laughs> we'll get back oh, into pets. the. I know the pets. Oh, you know, I can't help it. I can't help it. I just feel so guilty that I'm leaving her. But you know, you know, Mommy right there too says, "Yep, Papa Bob, you'll we'll spoil her." Yeah, too much. She'll be. She's already a beach ball. She's more of a beach ball when I come home. She feeds her too much. But that's okay. Okay. She's, okay. she's sleeping. She's sleeping. She's love. Um. Okay. Let's see. I have. I have a list of questions, and I just want to know if there's something on here that I. Oh, you know what? what? This is a. This is really appropriate because. Um, there is an there is an introduction for people. Um, what is shamanism? So what? Yeah, I think most of the people that watch and listen to our show kind of know what it is. But for those of you who don't, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. And I want to be um, really, uh, you know, respectful and clear that I, I'm not the. I'm not the holder of the definition of shamanism, you know, um, in the way that I'm talking about it, I'm talking about direct revelation. And what I studied is core shamanism, which is a lot of the beliefs and practices that are common cross-culturally around the globe. So it's not uh, the practice of a particular culture. It's it's some of the, the kind of the, the universal or near universal um, beliefs that, that infuse many different practices for many different cultures. So things like everything has spirit, mm. right? And that we're, we're part of nature. Nature's part of us. We're all one, we're all one family. Right. One big energetic field. Yeah. Like the web of life. Right. right? Um, and that everything that we do, um, you know, when we think about healing or that we're always trying to work in partnership with spiritual assistance. And when we think about, you know, every culture, every, most culture, let me say, most religions have some form of the idea of uh, a helping spirit of some kind, you know. Yeah, from way, 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 way back, yes. Very, very common. Whatever We have lots of different language for it. And just mm -hmm. like we have lots of different language for what we're calling um, shamanism. I mean, the word shaman is a Siberian word from the Tungus people. Um, but anthropologists kind of took that word and now as it's became more in more and more common use and now it's really in, uh, you know, pretty common use in our culture as meaning a lot more than just the practice of those specific people. So we want to kind of walk that line between what's the kind of common understanding of what we're talking about and what's the really culturally specific understanding. But, you know, each, each culture that has... It is interesting. It is. It's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. But people have... Hi, Johnny. Different cultures have different languages and their own words for the person who plays the role of the shaman, right? Right. But as, as I'm applying it here and as we're talking about, it's about having a, 
a direct personal connection to um, helping spirits, to your inner divinity, <laughs> to spirits of nature, to uh, spirits through time, the ancestors, the descendants, the spirits of the land around you, the spirits of the place where you live. Um, so it's not about taking the, the, the practices of a particular culture and using them. It's about your own personal um, yeah, so you're not when you talk about drumming and stuff like that. It's not just you're the only Native American shamanism drumming with the Lakotas or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not know. practicing Native American shamanism. I'm not. There isn't really a thing Native American shamanism, right? Because there, there are many different peoples right. with their own practices, right? That's not a. You can't put that container around. Um, so. No, the, yeah, the field that the, the, yeah the whole thing it is so it's so huge and there's a lot there is a lot to it now what about like astro projection and mm -hmm. and and such do you attempt to do that is that part of you what you are so again i think you know we there's so many overlaps and different terminologies so let me ask you tell me how you would define astro projection like remote viewing, leaving your body, being able to go from, say, here. If I could astro project from here to West Virginia, I would not have to do that drive tomorrow. <laughs> I can say, I can if pop the in. that you were going to see could perceive you there, you'd right. be good. Okay? Right. So I would say that would be very analogous to taking, very similar to taking a shamanic journey. Because in a shamanic journey, the the belief is that there's actually your your consciousness, your spirit, right? The shaman spirit or the shamanic practitioner, and that's another whole thing we can talk about is language, like a person calling themselves a shaman. I don't like I don't call myself a shaman. We can we can use some of these methods, but that does not mean that we're a shaman. Right. But oh, you're practicing okay. shamanism, right? So, but when you um, enter into that journeying state, you've shifted your state of consciousness. Um, so this is also part of kind of the definition of shamanism I would include in that framework is to take this thing called the journey, right? Which is a deliberate shifting of one state of consciousness, often through percussion, but it doesn't have to be, right? We know a, a lot more about, um, I won't go down the, I won't go down that track right now in this moment, but, um, there's some great videos. There are great videos <laughs> yeah. with, with so the there's, music. We'll stick with percussion for this moment. Sonic driving, right? But however you do it, shifting your state so that you can perceive the, the, the spiritual dimension, right? We're not just usually kind of sitting in our office or whatever and going about our business and then we fly off, right? That can be really ungrounded. We want to be deliberate in our practice, right? So we right. do something. It, usually the shamanic practice is deliberate. We go with an intention. So as you're defining astral projection, I would say if I wanted to go and see what was not in a voyeuristic way, but if I wanted to go to West Virginia or I wanted to, you know, maybe back in the day where I needed to see where would the herds be so that I could find food for my people. Right. Or well, they use it. Yeah. Like the, I know a shaman, Michael Robichaud, he's a shaman and he does mm -hmm. astro project, but he does that to help people and he clears yeah. negativity and he Absolutely. clears bad spirits from people. So that right. is what he uses it for. Not, yeah. not I do. voyeurism. I'm sure there are people that if they could, you know, the, 
just because people are people um, that use it for the wrong reasons. Right. And that gets into the ethics of how you use it. Right. You don't want to go and like spy on somebody. But yeah. I do. You know, I would take journeys to, to help clear spaces. Right. If there's an issue in someone's home or on someone's property, I would usually start with a remote experience and I would do that as a journey so that I'm I'm taking that part of my consciousness and traveling you yeah. know and then that's a connect yeah and that's a connection too like we could connect you know what i mean like doing this you can have you can share that space you can share mm -hmm. that connection and you're in that mindset and you can you can project that out there you and know it, you know on the one hand you could say oh that sounds kind of woo woo and on the other hand it's not it's not i mean we're we're not local beings right we're not totally confined to the the physical our physical bodies. And when you ask people, have you ever had that experience where, you know, you were thinking of somebody and then the phone rang and it was them? Mm -hmm. All the time. Everybody yep. has that. You know, yep. that is, that's not like an unusual experience. There are so many examples um, of telepathy, but people yep. don't necessarily think of it as telepathy, um, but where there, there are aspects of our spirit, our soul, our, just the essence of who we are that can well, it's really, yeah, but it's the, the metaphysical community. Yeah. Yeah. It's all connected. Like, um, shamanism, psychic abilities, the empathic abilities, they're all connected again, having different names. It's just how you choose to practice and to enlighten yourself to, you know, what you're comfortable with. Right. You know? So, so for me, I will get like, little pictures little movies little things i will see about something you know or someone and then I'll, it happens you know and i'll see it and it's really crazy and tammy says i have taken some shaman classes and reading how to be a shaman i think this is my calling to be a shaman hey tammy you know what it very well could be she was just at my house this weekend and helping me with the spirits in my house and man did we get conversations oh my god there's a lot going on in this house but i think it was the fact of the matter too our combined energies because she's very energetic mm -hmm. and they have a lot of energy and they knew that and so they knew we were going to communicate with them so they were here you know mm -hmm. and uh you know just and they're answering all our questions too which was just quite crazy so you know yes the we are energetic beings and energy right. cannot be destroyed it can only be changed so when we die where does that energy go you know yes you can take your spirit you can you can go go on you can cross over you can be gone but you can also linger here or you can cross over you can come back but it doesn't it's not obliterated you know, and we proved that with paranormal investigation, with meditations, with guided meditations, with all these things connecting to our spirits, channeling, all these things. I mean, they're, to me, they're hardcore proof, <laughs> you know, that this is not woo-woo. This mm -hmm. is very true. Right. I think of the, the word woo, though, it, it actually has... Um female shaman from some of the ancient Asian traditions. So I always wonder, I've, I've looked up to see if that has any connection to where that word came from, and I haven't been able to find it, but, but I feel like maybe somewhere it is. Huh. All right, people, <laughs> Google, 
Get out of it. Mama, <laughs> that's your mission. Find out where Woo Woo came from. <laughs> she wrote, we like Woo Woo. <laughs> yeah, and Tammy yeah. said true. Everything I've found, it's just, it's more recent and like used in that kind of snarky derogatory way that we, that we think that, that we can, we think about, but then we can, we can claim it. It's like, oh yeah, Woo Woo is okay. But there are the Woo shamans, so. Oh Yeah. Yeah. And then again, too, you know, it's a, it's a true calling. It's, it's a calling that you get. And then again, and if you're trying to follow this path and then you find out that, that it isn't right for you, it's okay to change your path. You know, yeah. you can take the knowledge that you learn from this, combine it with the knowledge of whatever you're going to go to next. But yeah, you've got to be comfortable with what you're doing in order to grow. Right. You know, and that's basically it. And we need to, we need this type of, uh, camaraderie come up what's the connection mm -hmm. with people in the planetary scale you know mm -hmm. to stop all this conflict did you hear that noise that was a weird noise i don't know what that noise was it was like oh, oh, oh. You people in the pool down there <laughs> oh <laughs> for me there are people oh, oh i wonder if it was that okay that might have been yeah. them going oh i'm like Woo woo! <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm not able to be in my little my little oh, space here. I'm but. just glad that you're with us. You know, I'm so I'm sorry that Mama D isn't here with us too because you know this is definitely up her alley. You know, and um, but you know, everything happens for a reason. So this is this is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, we don't have to have the the perfect spaces, and you know, we were talking about the tools. I think that was maybe before we were on air. After we don't, we don't have yeah, to. Yeah, that was the thirty-eight. Yep. Yeah, that right, right. Was about was about tools and honoring your drum or your rattle. And um, we were talking about uh, not getting hung up on having. Oh, I've got to have this special rattle or this special drum or the, whatever it is. And you know, in our in our situation right now, not being hung up on we're we're in our special environment. Or in my case. Um, right, right. Whatever it is, it works. I was sharing with Gina that I I carry Tic Tacs in my purse, right? Like it, so that makes you, it and you, yeah. So it can be it can be yeah, a yeah. bottle of pills, right? Whatever it is that you want percussion, you know, yeah. And you don't need to you don't need to spend money, you know, because it can be this. You can, you know, you can you can tap. You can. Yeah, do anything, anything. Our tools are, are within us more and more that we just focus on what is inside us and know that you're, you know, a radiant being <laughs> as you are. And there's lots of things that you can do to to foster that radiance and to foster your spiritual connection and to learn more about yourself and your relationships and all these things. But um, to not always think that you got to find something else to to fix yourself or improve yourself or right yeah. right and the benefits to doing that are beyond control i mean it's just like it's beyond it, it you, you won't even you won't even recognize yourself you can change that much you know mm -hmm. say wow i was really negative or wow i was really nasty i was really mean i was really this i was really that and you can change but Again, you got to look in the mirror and don't do this to someone else. You got to do this to you in the mirror. And that's where the change has to start. You, It's something that you need to 
just get on doing. What is this, Tammy? Got to go. Oh, battery dying on the phone. Oh, she's going to listen later. Okay. Well, she gets up too early in the morning to go to work, so she doesn't stay up too late either. Okay. But you know what? It's almost like Mama D's usually over there going time for commercial break. But I did, guys, good. don't judge me. I, I made a new video for our break. Instead of playing two videos, I'm going to do one. And I did it kind of quickly. And I noticed one thing that I have to change. But here it is. This is our new, our new Vortex sponsorship video. Open. Share. Share. Yes. This. Open. Like, and it's too the big. The is now proudly sponsored by Vortex Ghost Gear, one of the leading fabricators of paranormal equipment. Bob Christopher is the founder and creator of Vortex Ghost Gear. Bob has decades of investigating, starting with his team at NEPA Paranormal and as lead in the popular local PA TV show, Ghost Detectives. His experience and knowledge of how spirits could be seen or heard is how he manufactures equipment for specific scenarios of spirit manifestation and communication. Ghost hunting equipment made by a ghost hunter. He is the only manufacturer of the lifelike trigger prop cats, and there is a litter to choose from, and also the trigger prop dogs with a few new additions to the kennel. Using proximity meters wired to lights and sound, these have proven to be highly effective communication devices in the field of study. The HDL, another Vortex exclusive, allowing specific items to be the highlight or trigger of your investigation. For example, place the item on a metal tray or attach directly to any metal object, such as keys or glasses that continue to go missing or moved. Ask the spirit to touch the item. The HDL will light. It has an optional sound option as well. This device was used on travel channels Ghost Nation with great results. The dome, a static detector, can be the most useful device in your gear bag. This is to back up the theory that spirits manifest using static electricity. By using several, you can track a spirit, for example, walking down a hallway, setting off each as it passes. The geophone detects vibrations. This is another way to track movement if a claim is footsteps in the hallway or stairwell. Set the sensitivity and place the device in that area and its band of lights will show a range of vibrations. From the slightest tapping, lighting only a few lights, to the loudest thumping, lighting its entire range. The V-Pod holds a special place for those who love the idea of REM pods. Use this sleeker, smaller, easier to transport device and it has two sound modes, REM and musical. The customizable items are the Easy Scan Ghost Box, which is very popular due to the ease of use, and they are custom decorated to the individual or team using them. Bob programs and uses an Arduino-based computer scanning FM waves to potentially communicate with the spirit realm in real time. Every box is different, every box is unique, and all custom hand decorated by Gina Bankston. The newest item to Vortex Ghost Gear is the CryptoCords Motion Activated Music Box. Place the item with a sensor pointing in the direction you wish to monitor. 
if something crosses the V pattern emanating from the box's sensor, the music and light will activate. Take your investigating to the next level with many of Vortex Ghost Care's unique and custom creations by Bob Christopher by visiting www.vortexghostgear.com. View all the products and get your equipment today. You can also investigate with Bob and Gina with Ghostly Excursions, taking people to some of the most haunted locations in the United States by visiting www.ghostlyexcursions.com and join us on our next adventure. Hello? Somebody help us, please? We heard that you take in wounded soldiers. We are also Masons. I saw the Mason flag outside. Tango, Tango, Tango. Holy. Something keeps touching it. Do you think maybe they're trying to bring you your sword? I feel like once we said we're Masons, that's when it started going off. Because the Weems family Masons. This is somebody in the Weems family. Are you Thomas? There it goes, there it goes, there it goes. Are you here with us now? <laughs> this is why you put stuff on and you put yourself in their shoes. This is why this you is do why that. I do it. You're absolutely right. And I have to unmute it. Okay. <laughs> that is funny. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not used to doing that that way. I'm used to having it uploaded onto my StreamYard little, I don't know, kiosk thingy over there. But this was too big, so I have to share it from the screen. I'm not used to doing that. So it's like a little, ah. <laughs> so Mama D was on it. She says, question I posed was, what are female shamans called in Asian spirituality? And this is the answer I got. The contemporary terminology, they are called mudang. And then there's the, the wording there. Mm -hmm. If female baksu, if male, if female. All right, so mundang, if female, baksu, if male. Although other terms are used locally. The Korean word mu is synonymous of the Chinese word Wu, which defines both male and female shamans. So you were right. You were yeah. right. A little bit of research. Yep. yep. There's so many interesting things to research in this world. It's just not enough time. All right. And and right here. You know, it's like it's so easy. Yeah, so easy to, to just think. Okay. I have a message. <laughs> it's like I have a show. What time, Gina? <laughs> yeah, this is show time. Right here. No, not message time. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> now, like what we're doing here, people can have sessions with you like this. Like, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I do. Prior to the pandemic, I would do one-on-one -on -one sessions and even remote sessions. Then, so I can see people, you know, all over the world. Um, and then during the pandemic, I would only do remote sessions. Um, and I'm just, just about to open back up um, to do in-person sessions again. 
so yeah, people work with me one-on-one -on -one in all the different modalities that I use. Some are the kind of the traditional shamanic methods. Some are, um, you know, hands-on energy work. Some of it's more intuitive counseling and the, the personal evolution counseling combines all of those into a more kind of holistic way of working. So, so now you're, you're hands-on, is that like a, like a Reiki type thing or like a pranic type thing or just energy manipulation? Yeah, I do Reiki and, and I teach Reiki and I use that as part of a, a layering. I tend to do a, um, a little bit of a layering of shamanic laying on of hands, healing with spiritual light and Reiki, sometimes individually and then sometimes I do like this. Blend. Wow. So Mama D, she's a, she's a, yeah, she's a Reiki master. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I, I would like to get that as well. I would like to become a Reiki master. And if I was going to do any classes, you, I could become a Reiki master through working with you. Um, where you're in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So there are some things that I do that I teach online. And there are some things that I mostly am doing in person only. So I would probably, and I don't want to say this as an absolute, but I would probably say, you know, if you can find somebody in your local area to do Reiki training with, you know, I would obviously, I, I would love to work with you, <laughs> but um, that would probably be best because if you really, and I know people do it over the, over the internet. Right. And, but you uh, want that personal connection. I'll kind of, yeah, I'll abstain from having mm -hmm. conversations mm -hmm. about but. I think being with somebody and there's really a practice component that's very important and being able to have feedback. Um, so you want to be able to, if you're, if you're the teacher and you're doing it, you're doing attunements and you're, you're teaching. Yeah, you want to feel that, you want to feel that energy. You right. Know? You want to be able to answer questions and you want to be able to, to have the practice of actually doing it there and in the presence of other people as much as possible. Um, it's one of the reasons why when I'm working with um, apprentices and teaching kind of all of these different methods is at this point, I've, I've been doing a lot one-on-one -on -one, is I, I want to be able to, I want to be able to see and get it. I want to be able to, at the end of the program, exactly. you know, it, you, yeah. you can see that spark in their eye that, you know, Oh, you know, when someone understands something or, you know, or they have the blank stare, like, uh, and I'm, lost. Yeah, I'm not sure. And I want to see them do it with other people before they go out in the world and start working with other practitioners. I mean, with as practitioners with with clients, I really love to be able to give them the opportunity to have me sitting there and for me to feel confident, like, oh, they got it. Right. And for them to be able to say, oh, right. I thought I had it. But then I was in that session and I kind of froze and I didn't know how to describe it. And I didn't know. And, and then by the time that they're done, they're like, they have this sense of confidence and ease and they've gotten feedback from people. And anyway, I, you, you'll find somebody's great in your ear. Uh, oh, there are. I, yeah. I respect your answer. I mean, it totally makes me respect you even more than saying, oh, I'll just work with you online. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that means to me and to everybody else that you're living it. You, you mean what your whole heart and soul and body and mind and spirit is into this. Yeah. And you want people to succeed and you want them to do it the right way and the ethical way. And that just, that was it in a nutshell right there. So I might've thrown you under the bus a little bit with that one, but yeah, no, but, uh, but you, 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 you came out, you know, perfect. 
<laughs> yeah. I realized I just like I talked about the, the apprenticeship thing and like I don't really advertise that I talk about it but I don't and I you know it's around but I don't it's not you can't just like go online and I'm going to sign up and do that right no you, know, you're like, I, you need to be my client and I need to know you and you need to know me a little bit and it's, it's yeah a it's, a big, it's a thing it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a connection. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have it, you know, yeah. because there are people that want to do these things just on a whim, you know, like this. And again, going back to your burnout thing that you keep, you know, that we go back to, you know, people will get an idea and run with that shiny ball. Yeah. You know, even if it's the complete wrong thing for them to do, right. they'll dive in head first anyway, you know, and, and uh, and especially with energy work, because some people should not be doing psychic work and energy work. Even if they can, they shouldn't, yes. you know, you have to have you have to have practices that keep you grounded. And I I I really am a very practical person. And I from my own life and in how I teach, I want people to be grounded. And I've seen too many people in my um, office who have, um, just as you're describing, started to, they, they get that kind of like, oh, they have some natural ability, right? Yeah. Which we all have to a certain degree, but maybe they do a bunch of Reiki classes all jammed in together and they're, or they do some other training or they have some kind of really extraordinary experience and they get wide open, but but nobody's taught them how to do those things and expand in a way that also keeps you grounded. And then they start having some really troubling things yeah. and they don't know how yeah. to deal with it. Exactly. And, you know, I've had to kind of help people work their way back from that. But yeah. then I've also had people that'll come and they'll, they're having all sorts of extraordinary symptoms, but they still want to work with other people. They're, they're not willing to stop working theoretically on behalf of other people, but they can't, manage the fact that that all this stuff is and i don't mean people like like you get you know you get some illness in your body or you are depressed sometimes like we're all every your practitioners we're all human beings and we all oh yeah of course very much have our own you're, you're living you live in a human life you're gonna have, right. you don't have i'm not saying people have to be perfect but if you if you were kind of out of control energetically you shouldn't then be showing up in a space with somebody else no, no, especially if you have someone that's highly empathic with you, because what are you doing? You're transferring all that to them. And you're the one that's supposed to be giving them the calming energy and not this frantic it's really important. You know, energy. And and that's what people really need to know. You know, and a lot of people, too, that are out there teaching. I don't even I, I could say names. I could. I could drop <laughs> names right now. But some people are out there teaching like psychic development to people that are coming in and that third eye is already wide open. You know what I mean? And it's like, and they're pummeling them with this information that could be wrong. That's wrong. And, you know, and what they should have been doing is telling, teaching them how to shut that third modulate, eye. Modulate it, right? Yes. You know, and, and focus it and everything. And they're doing it wrong. And, I just hope, I just hope the people that are going to these people can understand that, know that, you know, there are great people in the world to work with, 
and there are not so great people in the world. But the main thing is when you go, you come across one of these not so great people, mm -hmm. your spirit guides are going to be telling you this. Mm -hmm. However, they're going to be telling you this, that you, they might lose your keys on you. So you can't drive there. They might, you know, hit you in the back of the head. They might start tingling things up and down your arms. They, they're going to warn, they're going to get you away from them. And yet it's your job to listen to them, you know, and especially the ones that ask for far too much money. Mm -hmm. too you know usually that's a a big thing or money up front or something like that you know for a lot of things you know for like a you know a big huge course and you get to pay for everything up front i mean i i, I think you know half half, half you know half half is good you know? right yeah. honoring honoring yourself and your time and your knowledge and also honoring that that people are in different places in their life and you know if you need to work on a sliding scale for a session or, or whatever the kind of the dynamics of well yeah that's in every every field you know but but it's like the truly caring people are the ones that you know you got to find like a, people, a person like you you know and you can tell you can just you have that aura about you have that feeling about you if you just get this book and you read some of these passages you know automatically what she's all about instantly you know this is I just opened a sexuality. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, then. Shall we talk? <laughs> okay. Well, we are after nine. Okay. Family okay. shows over. Kids to bed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but you are. I mean, everything. Your heart and soul is into this, and I, I'd love to see the other book as well. But I mean, yeah. I, I would say I wish we did live close. You now, you're in Colorado now, working. But where is it that you actually live? I'm now? in North Carolina. I'm in Durham, North Carolina. Carolina usually. Well, you know, that's only nine hours away. I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Not too far. Yeah. Yeah. Like one way or the other, we'll figure it out. And, you know, I know. But I would. I would I would love to work with you on on a few things. You know, yeah. I just think that you would be the perfect person, the calming person, uh, you know, someone that you you know when you have that connection and you know that they care, you know, and that's you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I would be honored to work with you. And we, um, yeah. we can definitely make a time to do that. And I think it's really important for, um, I'm getting a little weird audio thing. Are you getting that too? Mm -mm. Okay. Well, you're a little, just a little, it almost sounds like you're tapping. Your ancestors well, may be drumming. Okay. <laughs> Wi-Fi in my hotel, maybe it's coming oh. back. Anyway, it went away now. Right. So, what you said about feeling comfortable. So in choosing who to work with, I think there are, okay, I'm getting that weird feedback again. I'm just gonna keep going. The, um, there can be a lot of people out there. I mean, there, there are some, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there are some people who maybe are acting unethically, and, but there are a lot of people that may be perfectly fine, lovely, ethical people, but that wouldn't be the match for you, mm -hmm. right? So I do think what you're saying about people trusting what their instincts are and for any practitioner, right? For doctors and whatever, we should try and find people that we trust and are competent, but that also we feel like we can be at ease with them, that there's a good resonance mm -hmm. with them. Yeah. And, and you can open up to them and feel safe. Right. Know, and that's, and, and, and especially in something like this, that's. Right. You said the empathic piece is it, this is intimate. Mm -hmm. This is really intimate work. And if you're going to let somebody 
uh, I mean, we're always in each other's energy, but when you're going to give somebody permission to really deliberately be in your energetic space, right? Trust, trust yourself and feeling, does this, does this person feel like that's that I'm comfortable having them in that space? And if you ever decide, you know, okay, now I, now I feel differently. It doesn't have to mean that they're a bad person, right? Or there's something wrong. It, it just means like, maybe that's not a, that's not the fit for me right now. And that's okay. And it, it totally is. It totally is. So, Mama D saying, what's going on here? Private jet, come get me. We're out to, yeah. <laughs> come no. on. We'll do a weekend. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll be driving that way, but you're not there. <laughs> you know, sort of, I mean, well, Virginia-ish. So, I cut we'll down do, that way and go across. We'll do a custom retreat for you. Oh, Echo, is she echoing? Who's echoing? Now I'm echoing. Oh, because it, it, she sounds fine to me. So now, now I sound okay to me too. But before I was hearing such a weird little echo. Oh, is it doing it still, Mama? Yeah, just answer me when you can. Talk through it. Well, keep, keep, keep talking. See if it's okay. going. Maybe it's maybe it's on its test way. One two test one two. Is <laughs> it me echoing her right now? <laughs> check check check. All right. Check in the mail. <laughs> uh, crazy technology so it's so wonderful i mean you know we, we kind of get down on technology a, a little bit and i'm always i'm talking about oh how we're overwhelmed by technology and how do we have our good boundaries and i know i'll admit i sometimes get down on social media because it's just not really my most favorite you know place to interact um but it's wonderful and technology is just amazing it is. It's neutral, right? We bring ourselves to it. Whoever we are, we are coming to it and we're using it. And, you know, there, there are some problems, obviously, like with social media and all the what's yeah. happening behind the scenes. There are clearly some issues. But we just, we live in such an amazing time with so many things. The fact that we can be sitting in these different places and connecting in this way, we take it for granted. But it's really, it's just, it's miraculous. Loki, this is Sharon. Mara was just rubber banding from the moon wobbling. Is the moon really wobbling? <laughs> Do we have to be concerned? Is this going to be, you know, a sudden impact? <laughs> from the satellite. Well, everybody go outside real quick. Look at the moon. See if it's doing this. All right. Hold it up. Send your energy. Yeah, get those chi balls going. And get that moon back in the space. And there you go. Have you ever watched that? Speaking of like energy manipulation, the, the Tai Chi men that will that will create that ball and throw it across the room and a plant will move across the room. That is amazing. I got a couple books in this mess over here somewhere mm -hmm. on that. And it's really amazing. And a lot of people, and I see when I t talk about paranormal one-on-one, we do, you know, things mm -hmm. with people and events with people, psychic development, paranormal one-on-one mm -hmm. and such. I'll do that with people. I'll say, you just take your hands and you put them together and you rub 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 and you rub. And then you hold them apart. You, know, you can hold them way apart, but then we're off screen. But if you, they got to be directly apart from each other, right? And then mm -hmm. bring them in. And where do you feel that resistance, right? That's energy that you've created. You know, like mm -hmm. me, I feel it way out here. But mm -hmm. you can take and press that into mm -hmm. a ball, manipulate it, and throw it. Right. You can take it, and you can infuse it in you, and you can take out bad energy and replace right. it with this good energy, mm -hmm. and it's all intent mm -hmm. in mind. And that's a protection. Where you were talking about protection, and we never really went through it all. Mm -hmm. Psychically protecting yourself, mm -hmm. energetically, 
protecting yourself from energy vampires and you know the negative people that are coming into say you're doing a class you 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 have a class going and right. everybody's on a perfect heel right and this one soul comes in right with this disruptive mm-hmm. energy and if you're not protected mm-hmm. what's going to happen you're going to absorb that like a sponge mm-hmm. and your beautiful wonderful mood and your mm-hmm. journey is going to come to a crash and halt and you're going to hit that barrier <laughs> Right. If if you have not developed some ability to to manage yourself, so I would say yes. I do not. I don't disagree with you at all about how you protect. And it's like, how do we maybe the definition of the word protect? So I like to think um, we want to make sure we're not always on the defensive, too. Right. So in the in the shining bright course and the energy ecosystem, just in the way that I help people think about. Uh, having healthy boundaries. I like to to think about it first as a how are you so filled, right? So I love you're kind of doing this. So this is my this ball of energy. Really thinking about if you are so so full and radiant in yourself, it's much harder to get thrown off balance by anything else right then maybe yeah maybe you're going to layer on some other kind of protection but but we don't want to walk around in the world feeling like any little thing can throw us off right because no no but 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 highly empathic people that don't realize that they are and that's That's their life and they have no clue and it's like You know, they, they're happy. And then they walk into a convention. And by the time they leave the convention, oh, they've gone through every, every right. you know, emotion under the sun. And they don't know why, you know. And I'll tell you, that's why I did this work. And, you you know, you were so kind in describing, like, that you felt kind of my heart-centeredness. But this work is from my heart. And the boundaries work, I mean, the, the shamanic work and the work with nature is because it's joyful. And it makes me just, I mean... You found I, you. You found you. Yeah, it's like, oh, you can is, help people. Yes. Right. The boundaries work and the how do you manage that empathic porousness? That's because I suffered. That's because what you're describing of, oh, you know, I remember coming out of, you know, convention centers. I remember being in relationships. I remember all of those things of, how do I distinguish what's me and what's someone else? And if you're lucky to go through life and not have any, not be in any challenging situations or any overwhelming situations, or yeah, like, who does this happen to? No one. So if you if you have that porousness, you're going to suffer. So that work I created because um, because I suffered with that, yeah. and I don't want to be on the defensive. And so yeah, yeah. How do you so being stronger, being stronger and brighter in yourself? And then right. having having other bringing in lots of other tools to to really uh, yeah. be able to stay compassionate, but not to be absorbing everything. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I I again, me too. I didn't know, you know, mm-hmm. what all the emotion things were. And then when when you get, I don't know if you have children, but when you get pregnant, they're really heightened. You know, oh Lord in heaven, you know, between the hormones and the empathic stuff going on. I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't watch a commercial. There was a commercial that came on and a guy wouldn't take a little girl fishing. I think I I cried for like two days over this. I cry all the time. (laughs) Well, it's healthy. It's healthy. I mean, happy, happy crying. But crying is just, I think when you're, 
you're full, right? It could be sad, it could be happy. It's just like a, an expression, but yeah, it's my daughter. Now I can't get through AGT, watching AGT. We love to watch AGT. And, and that now, you know, with all these heart-wrenching stories, you know, you're always crying at least at one point during AGT. It's like, really? <laughs> like, you know, Bob thinks I'm really, you know, big, tough, you know, Massachusetts woman here, you know, and it's like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm right there. But, 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 but shield, you know, grounding, shielding, protecting, whatever it is that you, you know, deem the terminology to be, right. it's important. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And me with two doing paranormal work, I, 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 I ground, I shield twice a day and I wake up in the morning and it's the, the first thing that I do. I just, mm -hmm. you know, I get rid of whatever the night bring and, you know, start my day. And at the end of the day, I get rid of what the day bring and mm -hmm. sleep. You know what I mean? So, because yeah. I mean, I'm in that field, I'm in that place of putting myself in the line of fire. So, so to say, mm -hmm. you know, so yeah, I'm going to protect me of it. You know, I'm going to help them. I'm going to help the spirits. I'm going to help people I'm helping or whatever I'm going to do. I'm going to help them, but I'm also going to protect me and I'm not going to take all that in. If I didn't do that, Lord knows what could happen. You know, attachment can happen to people, you know, you'd have to, you'd have to get that cord cutting ceremonies, all these things, you know, get rid of mm -hmm. attachments, get rid of, uh, you know, like attachments, like a kind of like a little mini possession, you know, a spirit will cling to you. Like you're like a bright light. So common. Into... People think it's not, but it's really very common. It is. It really is. And you can pick one up walking through Walmart. You know what I mean? You don't, doesn't, everyone says, well, you go to these haunted locations. Yes, <laughs> I am. But, you know, walking down your street is a haunted location. <laughs> I mean, these spirits. Going to are... a bar, going to a hotel, going to a hospital. Ugh. Ugh. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's everything. Um, oh, uh -huh. thanks. Thanks. I try to be, you know, it's part of, it's part of what I do. You know, I try to be, you know, but we did, we just did that investigation here and there's a lot going on here. And I'm like, why do you stay so calm? Can you stay so calm? And it's mm -hmm. like, well, you're having a conversation and you get the answers. So you have a conversation with spirit, but again, too, when you're doing a guided meditation, you're actually kind of having an, a conversation you know with the spirit that you're trying to connect with you know like a spirit guide or whatever it's the mm -hmm. same thing you yeah. know and it's a it's a connection with spirit so which either way but still have that i have that barrier around me and and that enables me to do what i do and you as well yeah. you're staying present and you're listening and you're receiving but you're it's like you have the yeah, you can cut like the emotion part off of it. You can see it, but you're not. It's not absorbing in. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. because because you can even you know a spirit emotion. I mean that there's a, a crying woman, a, a child attached to me coming home from Trans Allegheny, and I had to actually have help to get her mm -hmm. to go. She was just that distraught, and all she did was cry. You couldn't even talk to her. She just cried. Mm -hmm. It was the saddest thing. Mm -hmm. If I wasn't protected the way that I was, I would have been crying along with this child. You know what I mean? And and she's in spirit form. But that's just one part of it. You know, just the living people. And then they have even more energy coming off of them. So, you know, someone that's like 
a widow, just a widow or a widower just lost their spouse or something and all those emotions and you walk by them in a store and all of a sudden you're just like so sad and you don't know why, you know, and that's it. And, and there are so many layers. And what's the land that that store was built on? How oh. old is that store? Right. And what things maybe have happened in that store or what happened on the land and who lived on the land and you know, what, yeah. what, what took place there that, yeah. that had a collective a, a, energy. Yeah. yeah. A battle went right down the street in front of my, you know, down, a couple a yeah, hundred feet away you know what i mean like right over there there's a battle of wyoming went through here so you know but it's just you, you never know you never know you were so lost and you didn't mean learn so much oh i showed you the course well that's that is why we're here that's what we that's what we try to do and i try to bring you the absolute best people that i possibly can and mara is absolutely in my book, top of that list. Oh, thank you so much. So, yeah. I mean, just, I can tell that right away. Just the few times that we've talked before even doing this. And now that we've done this, you know, you just, you can just tell. You can just tell. You know, some people are, are, are great at it. And others are like, well, you know, uh, it's been nice talking to you. And we should wrap this up tonight. <laughs> But but now again, so we talked about you doing one-on-one -on -one sessions. Now yeah. your classes, and you have some classes coming up too. I, I yep, I've got um, three scheduled for the fall: the shamanic journeying, the energy ecosystem oh about the boundaries, which we've been talking about quite a bit, and the backyard shamanism about really finding your uh, power in your your local home spaces and in coming home. And that was really inspired. Um, you know, in part through this whole time of our pandemic and our really returning back to our to our home spaces and being kind of sequestered in our home spaces, um, maybe a little bit before that, but we um, there's so many definitions about. Well, thank you. Um, what home is right? Kind of the home mm -hmm. of our body and the home of our spirit and the home of our families and the home of the places where we live. Um, and then kind of our spiritual home in all the different definitions. But I think that we, we really find ourselves when we create a relationship in all those different layers of home. Mm. So that's that the backyard shamanism is about that. And I use backyard as kind of the, the fill in for, um, you know, what we were, I think talking about earlier of nature's everywhere. You don't have to go, you don't have to find your nature by going out on some big trip necessarily but just go out, whatever your backyard is, whether you live in the city or out in the right. wilderness or- Find that little patch of grass. Little patch of grass, it's fine, you know? Yeah. I got a little backyard, we do that. You know, there's, there are trees outside. You know, I've gone around outside in this space when I arrived here. Uh, you know, I did my, my journeys and meditations to connect to this place, because I was gonna be here for a little while. And I went out and, you know, talked to these trees and, and um, we, uh, we think about the people, but sometimes we don't think about the place and the nature of wherever we are. Yeah. So that's kind of what that course is about. And I'm always adding new things and mixing things up. And, yeah. Internal, internal space. space. So do you mean internal to our body or internal to our homes, like creating sacred space in our homes? Mm. And I would say, yes, both of those things are things mm. that I cover is 
yeah, the, the internal space of our body and making a, a good relationship with our physical body, you know, we're so, we can be so mean to ourselves <laughs> about our bodies, right? And not right. listen yeah. to our bodies and, and, and be harsh about our bodies. But then also our houses, like our, our, or our apartments or whatever, our tents, wherever we're living in, they can have spirit too. Um, yeah. And if we treat them as inspirited places and we tend them and we create um, eternal and body and spirit. Yeah. I mean, that's what this is about. And, you know, we, we haven't come back to inner divinity yet, but this is maybe a good segue yep. um, because that's what inner divinity is. You know, it's the, the home space of your, of your spirit in mm. your body, right? We're, mm. We've got all those, the body, mind, spirit, they're all interwoven. Um, so, you know, that book was really about how do we recognize and honor and kind of see the, our inner divinity as the place that we keep coming back to. So I talk about how do we kind of reestablish our connection to ourselves and our innate wisdom and creating the life that we want from that kind of sacred intelligence of our home space of our inner divinity. And then how do we, um, well, thank you. It's awesome. Mama D's on it. She's She's really on it. I love her. Um, And then how do we relate to other people and create healthy relationships when we are connected to our own inner divinity? And that goes back to the point you've made a number of times, Gina, about trusting your intuition, trusting the guidance, trusting what is coming to you from other sources in Hmm. the environment around you that's helping you to to, um, inform you about what's right for you, what's healthy for you. And of course, folding your logic and your reason and research and all these other things, right? We're, we're balanced people. We live in modern times with amazing technology, you know, do your energy work, but go, this is me, and, but go to the doctor, like use everything you possibly can use that's available to you right now. My home is where I am. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, you know, the rest of that book is about also relating to your environment from that home place of your inner divinity, developing your intuition, creating spiritual practices that are meaningful and authentic to you. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome, awesome. It's going with me on my trip. And my daughter, I need to read a few things in here. I have something marked that I want to read to her. I'll keep that part of it. But I do have no packing and limited space and like things that you take are important. So that really, that means a lot. And I appreciate it. <laughs> well, I bring a lot. <laughs> but it all means something. I, I need I every single thing I bring. But no, no, no. It's very special. It's very special. You know, I mean, especially, uh, it's, I knew it was special when Tammy picked it up and opened up to, you know, page that was totally perfect for her. I mean, like totally perfect for her. So yeah <laughs> i'll use it that way myself actually um adopt me please <laughs> but it uh, is i mean if you do read it like she said at the very beginning you know there are there's there's a lot in the introduction and yeah. mindset and everything else to get you in the appropriate mm-hmm. you know uh, yeah mindset to to go on this kind of yeah. a, a journey you know, right. and, and, the, yeah, and journey one is called appropriately the beginning. 
you know. Right. So, and then it's 365 journeys. So, 365 days is a whole year of yeah, you can do it every day. Yeah, of, yeah. of inner development basically for yeah. a one low price. One low price. You can get this on Amazon, yeah. and uh, and I'll tell you, it would be worth getting. Yeah, thank you. you know, and I do for, think, for you know it would be great to read if you can read that beginning chunk it's not that much but i think that it, it really does kind of frame what comes next so I, I think that the approach of using the journeys however you want and opening up you definitely don't have to this is not a book you have to sit down and read from cover you know from all end. um but if you can read that beginning piece i think that is that is that's helpful yeah. and particularly do you have some journey instruction if you don't have if you're not familiar at all with shamanism i think it's it's just it's good information yeah um, yeah i mean you could do a little more other research too before you mm -hmm. you, you know you get oh, into yeah. it but you don't really need to you, yeah. you know it's 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 a it's a great explanation it's a great it's a segue to the journey so you know and you did it well so thank you you know and of course and if you you know if this is your first introduction and you read this book and this just gets you all jazzed up to do more with shamanism and i i hope that you'll you know be in contact with me and Think about ways to go further because there's, you know, there's there's more and more that we can do, um, or find somebody else. I mean, there's there are lots of other teachers and and schools, or learn on your own. And really, it, you know, in this work, ultimately, your teacher, your teachers will be your helping spirits. So it's yeah. it's good, I think, to have a human being that has lived, you know, and is living in this world, and you can ask, you know, practical questions and time-related questions because maybe you know the spirits are really not so good on time <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, what, time, what time frame are you in and we're you know yeah i mean it's good to have a human a human guide or a human facilitator companion or some way but yeah. but the spirits are going to be our real teachers like we can kind of help each other along. and they and they do they, they they knock you back on your path and i i truly believe I mean, we are humans living the human experience. Yes, we make mistakes. Yes, we learn from our mistakes, hopefully, you know, but that does shape us and form us. And but I do think that we are predestined to go down a path. You know, mm -hmm. I do think, you know, if you were meant to have two kids, you're going to have two kids. If mm -hmm. you were meant to, you know, I don't know how to have two divorces, you're going to have two divorces, you know, to ultimately end up with the right person at the right time in the right frame of mind you know mm -hmm. you have to go through all these things to get to where you need to be but when you start really veering off your course mm -hmm. they do knock you back on in ways mm -hmm. you wouldn't even believe mm -hmm. you know so you, you have to you have to get back you know yeah and it's easy sometimes you know we can look back it's always it's like the monday morning quarterback or the hindsight is 24. <laughs> right you can look back at your life and say oh Oh, I had that car accident right before I was supposed to do that thing. Maybe I wasn't supposed to do that thing, right? We can, exactly what you're describing, it's easier to see them when we look back and can yeah. see yeah. how things just yeah. are. And but here. we yeah. can bring that same approach, and then maybe that helps us see things moving into the future a little bit better. Yeah. Pay attention. Perfect. Yep, perfect example, all right? everything was telling me i wanted to go down to west virginia for my grandson's birthday beginning of june 
and there was so many things going on. I really wasn't feeling well, but everything was telling me not to go, not to go, not to mm -hmm. go, not to go. The day I would have been going, what happens? The boot broke on my car and my tire went <gasps> way out to the side. If uh -huh. I was going 70 miles an hour on a highway, I could have died. Other people could have died because you can't steer with that. The car would have definitely flipped. You know what I mean? I, I, I would have probably gone to a truck. Who knows? You know, what could have happened? But every single thing was telling me not to go. Even though my daughter was yelling at me and bitching at me. You, you never see your grandma. I'm like, I will come down another time. I just, you know, right now is not good. And then that happened. You know? Wow. And now I'm going tomorrow. So, you know. And the car's fixed. And both things are changed. So the boot that broke and the other one, is change that one. <laughs> if that one went, then that one's going to go. So change it. And it really wasn't that bad, but I don't care. Change it. That's yeah. And it's hard to know sometimes, like whether we just need to have more perseverance, right? You like, understand who the quantum physics book, me or her? <laughs> Time is relevant. Time is irrelevant, she says. But yeah, uh, yeah, keep go on, go on with that. Well, just that I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll speak for myself, but there's that fine line between there's pushback. And that means like, I'm going to, I'm going to be determined. Mm. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bring my perseverance to this situation and I'm going to, I'm going to keep working because I don't think life is necessarily just, it's just the flowing, like everything is easy. I don't think our chosen path is necessarily, doesn't look easy to get where we need to go into the predestined thing that you just talked about. Right. So there's sometimes is that fine line between, oh, you're not going to give up the thing because there's some little there's some little barrier in your way but you do want to have the discernment as you're describing everything was telling me not to do that so i think that is that is where it can get really tricky is the the discerning with the message that says don't do it from come on we're going we're going to work through this <laughs> we can uh, yeah. we can persevere we can do this practice daily and it's going to help us versus Ah, I'm having a hard time this week with my meditation. I'm going to quit. Right. You know? Right. Yes. 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 You know, and it's, it's a mindset thing too. You know, if you sometimes, yes, you do have to you push back. That's the perfect word for it. You know, you do have to push back, push through, you know, if, if you know in your heart and soul that this is like the right calling, this is the right thing that you need to do for you, for mm -hmm. your family, for everyone that you know, then push through because yeah we're going to have hard times there's going to be stumbling blocks and then again when you hit those stumbling blocks it's usually the time that you're starting to get all right well i've done this level for this long and then you hit the stumbling block but that means you got to climb up and go right. to the next level so it's like okay you're done here you know what i mean mm -hmm. so again it's the universe still helping you telling you all right you know mm -hmm. yeah i might have to stop you here because you need to go here Right. You know. Or we're a new path, right? You're used to walking yeah. this path in the woods and it's all well-worn and it's easy, but yeah, it's time no. for you to explore this other little special exactly. place over here, but you're going to have to bushwhack a little bit to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You it's know. like starting over again, you know, and again, you're going to come out the other end better, mm -hmm. more enlightened, more, you know, have more knowledge under your belt and just, you know, and that's, 
and that's just the way it is and that's with anything but that's a true you know that's your true journey you know is just to keep going what is this here um it's it's that like love mm-hmm. love can be so close to hate yes mm-hmm. some go towards negative and not stay in love well mm-hmm. yeah it's easy to go to negative right it's hard to stay in the positive yeah anybody can just get angry and you know and shut themselves off because who mm-hmm. wants to be around an angry person so it's easy to be angry it's easy to be negative but it, it takes work to be kind and loving and helpful it does and not um the facade of positivity right we don't want to everything that you said yes and there also can be that kind of uh we don't want to have positivity be a bypass like everything's like we're not going to go into like processing the difficult stuff because oh it's all good it's all fine yeah yeah yeah, yeah, it's not all fine all the time. I'm no, sorry. it's not. Sometimes it's not, things are very much not fine. No. It's, but that it's, doesn't mean we have to be hateful, right? We can deal with really not fine situations and really inappropriate people, and we, but we can, or behavior, you know, yeah. separated yeah. from the person, like really not okay behavior. But that doesn't mean that we have to stop being um, decent. Exactly. Right. And so that, that comes into the boundary work too, because people feel like they can't have good boundaries or they're not being nice or they're not being positive or they're right. So you can be loving and you can be compassionate and you can be a kind person and you can also say no. Mm. Or, you know, yeah. It doesn't mean you're a pushover and that, you know, I'm a doormat and walk all over me, you know, no, that's not the thing. It's just, you're choosing a better, higher road. <laughs> you know so yeah I try to teach that to certain people that don't want to listen <laughs> but you know in their time in their, in their time they may get it <laughs> you never know you never know what goes on you know but all right we're, get, we're getting down to the end let's see all right so people can connect with you through wholespirit.com Spirit, yeah you know i'm i'm still i'm old email is still a great way to connect with me so go to my website I've got a little contact form there. If you, um, you know, if you want to make an appointment or you want to just be in touch or get on my list, just put your information in there or put a little note to me saying, I want to make an appointment. Um, just yeah, everything you'll find everything on that website. And yeah, you have a great little website. I like your website. It's nice. Yeah. Um, let's see. What's this? What, what can people listening do right now or tomorrow? To take care of themselves for free. Ah, go outside, be in nature. Surprise, right? <laughs> Get out there. <laughs> it's nature. It's out. It's um. You know, we have complex uh, relationships sometimes with nature, but in whatever way that works for you, right? So going outside for some people is like, oh, I don't want to do that. For other people, it's like, ah, nature's my church. So. If you're a nature is my church person, you're like, of course, this is what I do. This is how I feel better. If you're a, oh, I don't like bugs or I don't like sitting on the ground person, then you don't have to sit on the ground. And you can maybe place yourself in front of a window and look outside and watch the birds and, um, you know. I'm sit in the screened in porch. Sit in the screened in porch. It, it's <laughs> not an all or nothing, but find some way to have taken the elements and taken the air and 
um, have the smells of nature and you know, listen to listen to the animals, but connect with nature. And if you are not able to experience that at all for whatever reason, if you if you can't leave your room and you don't have a window or you can't walk outside, whatever it is, use the power of your imagination and picture yeah. yourself in the natural world, or look at look at an image that is. Um, like behind us and calming to you. I mean, again, like thinking about our technological resources, you can you can pull up such extraordinary imagery of our beautiful world, images, yeah. you know, pictures and videos, and and just let that be part of your of your field and your consciousness. And it's so healing. And um, I would say that that would be my suggestion for something for you to do right now. That's so wonderful. That that is wonderful. So many people need to do this. I will be outside all day tomorrow. <laughs> outside in the car. Hopefully not having road rage. I will have to. Yeah. You know, I know it's gonna happen at some point. <laughs> that mass hole will come out of me. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. I know it. But Again, hey, I embrace it. <laughs> I am what I am. What I am, but I, I can, yeah, a little feisty. Yeah, that's a good word for it, feisty. But yeah, but I, I will bring it. I'll bring it back. You know, I, I'm not like I used to be. Again, I think I, I, I crossed another threshold where I used to drive everywhere fast. You know, gotta get there. Gotta get there. Now I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go the speed limit, and I'll get there when I get there, when I'm supposed to get there. You know. And, and use less gas too. You do. By yeah. going a slower. Yeah. yeah. And then the people that come up behind you zooming, you know, and it's like, well, I might go five miles an hour over the limit. Yeah, sometimes, you know, it depends. Depends on the music I'm listening to. <laughs> too. But I usually hit cruise control and just drive, you know. Mm -hmm. And then watch all the other people, you know, going crazy. You know, and it's like, yeah, I used to be you. Used to be you. <laughs> and you want your speeding ticket story? Yeah, I got a. I get you know two speeding tickets I've got in my life. Mm. One was going thirty-five miles an hour, and the other was going thirty. What? Yeah, because the speed limit was twenty, and then the speed limit was twenty-five. So yeah, so the twenty-five to to go thirty-five, and the the twenty-one I was going thirty. So they were ten miles over. So that was a hundred dollar ticket. Two of them. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, it's like, damn, you know, I can see if I was going 100 or, you know, 80 wow. or, or something, but 30 and 35, really? You know, I had the second one thrown out, but the first one I was like, that was after my husband passed away. And it was this, just this bad corner. And I just didn't even feel like fighting anything, you know, mm. just too, too distraught. Well, what's your speed ticket story? Oh. Do you know Krishna Das? Kirtan leader. Okay, so it's Kirtan. It's a it's a chanting. It's a spiritual chanting. And I had just gone to a retreat. This was a long, long time ago, and this is just very wonderful, meaningful music. And I had bought a CT, CD, and I was driving back home, and I had the CD in my um, player, and I was um, on these kind of relatively little back roads. And I was just rocking out. I was singing. And I was driving along, and and I'd lost track of. And I was definitely speeding. Yeah. But the lights came and I, and I was oh. like, okay, you know, I got my ticket. And then I went to take the CD out and, you know, I was all sheepish because, you know, I've been having such a good time. And then, you know. I know, I know. Uh, it's it's a little rain on your parade. 
They did. I, I totally ran on that break. But this little slip of paper came out of the CD case. And cure, the Kirtan Walla is like the leader. It's a call and response chanting. So they say something and then you sing it back to them. And a little slip of paper came out and it said, the Kirtan Walla is not responsible for speeding tickets that you get while listening to this CD. I kid you not. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Like, that, okay. is the best, that is the best speeding ticket story I've ever heard. Yeah. I was like, that's oh. fine. The ticket's worth it. <laughs> my God. That's awesome. Yeah. That so freaking awesome. And, yeah. and again, meant to be. They knew it. That's so funny. Must have happened to enough people. <laughs> well, that's what I mean about the music. You do get lost in it, you know, and you know, so that's why I'll hit the cruise control and then I won't have to worry about that. Um, what are you saying that? You burn white sage every evening before bed. Every evening? Really? Okay. Well, you know, that's what you want to do. And that's what you want to do. Mama, expecting audio messages from, from me? From me? <laughs> is that book that's this book you need this book is that in the book or the next book right <laughs> the speeding ticket story oh i don't think i've written about it <laughs> I, told you that. I don't think i've written about that anywhere that's so funny. i remember writing about it so you heard okay. it here first <laughs> yeah heard it here yeah so you never know what you're going to get in the box then that's for sure but so anybody have any questions for Mara about any events coming up or anything like that? Again, she's got some classes coming up. Um, the, yeah, she's got two books available right now. These books both have accompanying journals so you can write, take notes. Um, it is a journey. You can use it however you want to use it, but use it. And that's the key, you know. And, and again, when you read it, you'll know Mara because she comes through give yourself to give yourself you know back in time to give yourself love as a baby right mm -hmm. that was just one thing the bee yeah be the bee was something i opened up to twice so i'm gonna have to read that one, yeah, love that um, one. but and you know, i wonder if i'm sorry if, um, the person that had just written in if they were asking about audio the course that's coming out in the springtime the one that i was here recording for sounds true the shining bright without burning out that is an audio course so that's a good session audio course um, i'm not sure if that's what they were meaning but uh, I'm not sure. That was that was um that was Mama D saying that. So oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not yeah, sure what not she's great. talking about. Okay. But but yeah, because that's what you're doing right now. You're working on it right now. So you know when Just it's finished. all when it's all done. Oh, sweet, 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 sweet. So how long are you staying in Colorado then? Uh, until Monday. Oh, so you got fun things planned? Family things, yes. So. Nice. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Uh, I, one of these days I got to get out to the to Colorado, but I want to go to the Shanley. <laughs> so that's why I want to go out there. I mean, the uh, Stanley Hotel. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Because it's up my alley. <laughs> you know, even just for the nostalgia of it all, I want right. to go there, even though it's not a really like, you know, technical haunted location. But, right. you know, still hotels and things and all those things are anyway. You know, wherever you go. You know, it depends on your your person. I attract them anyway. So again, terminology they're going to be. Our places are inhabited. It's living beings, non-living beings, animal beings, plant beings, human beings, spirit beings. Where you, yeah. Do you believe in reincarnation? I do. Awesome. I don't know for sure, right? Like I don't, I don't know anything. I'm just, I'm a baby in this world. Like I, I can't, I haven't 
I'm always. You don't think you're an older soul? No, I do. I mean, I do think I'm an older soul, and I've had lots of experiences of my own sense of places I've been before and things I've done before. So, in the way that we use the word "old soul," yes, mm-hmm. but I also am always, uh, as a human being, I feel like, um, in the scheme of things, I'm a baby. Like we're all babies. Like, do I believe we're in learning? Yeah, but do I know for sure? I don't know. <laughs> I know. I know. You get like, should I step on that bug? I mean, because really, it, it, different religions too will say, you know, if you were really bad, you'll come back as this bug. You know what I mean? And if you were really mm-hmm. good, then, you know, you can come back as a person, but you'd have to be really good to come back as a person. But usually mm-hmm. it's something else. And then sometimes these reincarnated souls could be our spirit animals. Mm-hmm. You know, they're guiding us and helping us. And that's why we feel like, you know, you know, you, 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 you have your animal and you say, Oh my God, you're so human. You know, you know exactly what I'm thinking, feeling, doing, and they're, and they're ready to jump on all your every emotion. And it's like, Hmm, I wonder, uh, were you human? <laughs> and then is being human the, the pinnacle of existence? I really don't know. And that's why I say, I, I there are things that I feel and I, you know, our, our I arrogance. Know, the arrogance, right? Like well, I'm evolving, I may know and learn something different, and I may have to come back hundreds of more times before I evolve to the place where. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think this is the, the ultimate place is the energy place where we're all just energy beings, you know, and again, mm-hmm. coinciding nicely. Actually, a guy was talking about that on the show. Um, Anthony Terezi. He, he has a lot of, a lot of places that he visits. Mm-hmm. And one of them, one of them was, was a, place like that where it's like all the beings are like just white beings just energy you know and uh, and i think that's i think that's the ultimate morphing too but i think you have to go through all the stuff i don't know how many times or what what it is you and really inevitably have to learn i don't know i don't know so we'll find out we'll find out sometime maybe we can help each other along the way right I know. So, you know, this is, this is the thing, you know, people like you helping pull people out of themselves and back into themselves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough road. It's a tough road that you chose, I think. Excuse me. But I think you're really good at it. And you're, you know, you're a person that do that because people are very, of themselves very um arrogant very you know well, my way is the right way and this and that you know mm-hmm. and i've been practicing it this way so i just do this way oh are you coming on for the last minute mama <coughs> excuse me i'm losing my voice again oh. do you want to come on come in you want to try mm-hmm. thumbs up maybe <laughs> let's, see. let's see we can see your face can we hear you <laughs> She's there. Hi. 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 Thank you. Thank this you for doing. Oh, you don't hear it? No, oh. Not 100%. No. That's oh. Cool. Well, at least I well, got here. You did. You did to say goodbye Just to everybody. Just say goodnight. Night, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and thank, and thank you, though. Thank you for doing what you did in the chat room and putting up all the links and everything. I appreciate it. And uh, You know, you'll find me somewhere. 
Right, right. But and but listening yeah. and having, I had to get this in, waiting for the audios. You said, because I'll have to tell you that um, YouTube is slower than Facebook, but the audio was when you said you were going to drive and not have road rage. And that's when I went, I'll be listening. Oh, to oh, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be texting Mama and, you know, because she, she brings me, she brings me right back down. She's so funny. Okay. You know, I did not mean to hit that yet. <laughs> but I wanted to say goodbye to everybody. Like I, my finger just went poof. <laughs> hit it. I, yeah. was, I was just yeah, I was just covering it. That's it. I was covering it, people. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut anybody <laughs> off. I love you all dearly. But yeah. So um it, Mara, thank you so much. Hang with us for a couple minutes. Um we're gonna we're gonna end the show. All her links are down below in here. You know, get just get in touch with Mara. Oh, we lost her again. Ay, ay, ay. All right, let me get rid of these banners and the banners so then I can play the exit video appropriately. Okay. All right. All right. So, yeah, hang here and good night. We'll see y'all next week. Um, Kimberly Meredith. Kimberly Meredith is our guest next week. She does scans bodies and she's got this eye blinky thing. If her right eye blinks or if her left eye blinks, or We'll find out about that hopefully next week. So see you then. Thank you so much. You're just Thank wonderful. You. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us for another episode in the Fox 10. We're here every Thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, bringing you a variety of guests, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and our anchor venues. We would love it if you would go to our YouTube channel, The Fox Den with Gina B and Mama D, and please subscribe, share, and definitely hit the notification button to never miss a show. We'll see you all next week, and subscribers, watch for our pop-up shows as well. <laughs>